Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to Episode 9 of Season 3 of the Toward Light Podcast. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the path factor of wise speech. This is the third path factor, so we've talked about the first two factors, which are the panya, the wisdom factors, wise view, where we establish an understanding of kama, and wise intention, where we understand that beneath everything that we think, say, do, there is this intention, and we root that intention in renunciation, in kindness, and in non-harming. So with those things being established, mentally, wisdom-wise, then we come into the sila factors, which are the ethical conduct factors. So we've established what the mind is doing, and then that leads to words coming out of our mouths. So why speech? Now, sila factors are all about non-harming behavior. So when we're talking about wise speech, I want to be really clear whether it's spoken or written, a social media comment, a chat with a friend, a TV interview, a podcast episode, whenever we are expressing ourselves with words, wise speech comes into play. Wise speech includes refraining from lying, harsh speech, divisive speech, gossip and idle chatter, and cultivating speech that is honest, kind, timely, and useful. So let's first look at what we're refraining from. So we're refraining from lying. Lying can be intentional, but lying can also come from a place of delusion where we're unclear and we say something anyway. Or sometimes we lie to be protective of ourselves or others. Maybe we want people to see us a certain way So we lie or we don't tell the whole truth or we exaggerate. When we're lying to be protective of another person, we really need to check that out to make sure that we are truly protecting them and we're not doing it from a sense that, oh, I'm going to be uncomfortable if I'm truthful. We can create harm when we misrepresent the truth. One term you may hear in psychological circles is the term gaslighting, which means when somebody is saying one thing but acting another way. So that is a form of lying, and that can be very painful and very confusing. If people are saying one thing and acting in a different way, we don't know what's true. We don't know how to believe them if we should believe them. So we refrain from lying. We refrain from harsh and divisive speech. Sometimes we have different definitions of what harsh speech is. For some people, using a swear word as a punctuation is fine. For other people, not. Swear word for punctuation versus name-calling is a different level of harm. Harsh and divisive speech is driven by aversion. Sometimes it's intentional, where we're intentionally causing a rift, maybe pitting people against each other, labeling people as other, whatever. Sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes when we're in the heat of uh, argument or some difficulty, we can say things that are very harsh or divisive. So if that's your tendency, like it is mine, 
watch out for that. Notice that when it's in the heat of the moment, it might be better to step back, to walk away. If harsh or divisive speech is coming up, we can see that we're feeling some aversion. So we can get curious about what we're aversive of, why it's coming out this way, and how we can turn things around. We refrain from gossip, which is talking about others, which often comes from mana comparing mind or jealousy or like idle chatter to fill the space. Gossip is rooted in the delusion that it's our info to share about this other person. It can be habitual. There might be certain relationships where when you're together, you're always talking about other people. And it causes harm because you might be breaking a confidence when you're talking about somebody else or you're talking from a place of judgment. And idle chatter, similar to gossip, often it's just filling space. There's a discomfort with silence. It's not forward leading. It's just blather. It takes up space. And maybe when you're doing idle chatter, you're with somebody who actually has something very meaningful to say, but because you're taking up all the space, they can't get a word in. So I want to talk about the importance of silence. Because if we're refraining from idle chatter, we're going to have more periods of silence. And that can be very uncomfortable. The culture that we're in today is very noisy. Think about 2,500 years ago in northern India when the Buddha was teaching. Yes, there were many noises. But if you think about today, the input that we get from TV, from music, from podcasts, from video books, from ambient noise, from city sounds, all of these noises that we're hearing all the time, we don't really spend a lot of time being truly silent. So gossip and idle chatter are based on the delusion that silence isn't okay, that it's not okay to be quiet. And if we're looking to refrain from lying or from harsh divisive speech, rather than blurting, we can take a breath, take a beat, be silent, reset. So the challenge I'm going to offer you this week is to pick a time maybe once or maybe a couple times this week, where you would normally be listening to something. Like for me, when I walk to the gym, I often listen to music on the way. So I'm going to try this week when I go to the gym to not do that, to just have the noise of the city around me and not add any input and just see how that feels. So I recommend checking that practice out. Okay, so we know what we're, we're refraining from. So now, what are we cultivating with our speech? Honest speech. We're speaking from a place that's honest, kind, timely, and useful. Honest speech, the truth in the moment, our personal truth, the truth based on the information we have in the moment. Useful sometimes to say where we got our information from if it's not a personal fact that we're sharing. If you notice, I've said the phrase in the moment a few times. 
honesty makes space for the fact that things will change, that impermanence is a part of life. So what may be my truth in one moment might be different at another time, and that's okay. And when we're listening to people and they tell us something, it's their truth in the moment. Doesn't mean that they're fixed in that forever. Bhikkhu Bodhi says, devotion to truthful speech is a matter of taking our stand on reality rather than delusion. So again, if we have the option, if we're in front of somebody, we have something difficult to say, and we want to say the lie because it's going to be easier for us, notice if you can say the truth. Notice if we can be honest. But also, next step, kind. So this is where our speech is rooted in goodwill, non-harming. This is where wise intention really comes in. So we can ask, how can I say this in a kind way? Now, sometimes direct is kind, but make sure the direct is free from harshness. This is my pitfall often is that I can be direct, but not kind enough. So I'm being honest but there's some kindness missing. So it doesn't have to be sugary sweet, but there needs to be an understanding of the other person's experience of hearing these words, of these words landing. Sometimes for me, if I want to say something in the moment, I know it's probably not going to have enough kindness. I sometimes need to reflect before I can really say it. So then this leads to timely. When is it a good time? So this combats idle chatter. We say things when it matters, when it's important. We focus on reading the room, on knowing if this is the right time. The example I always give is if you want to talk to somebody who you think has a problem with drinking, you don't talk to them when they're drunk. They're not going to be able to hear you, right? And maybe if it's a partner or a good friend, you know each other's rhythms and patterns. So, you know, oh, they always go to bed early. So starting a big conversation at 10 o'clock at night is not a great idea. Or, oh, they take a while to wake up in the morning, so I shouldn't bombard them first thing. And then the last aspect is useful, which also combats idle chatter. Because we ask ourselves, is what I'm offering forward leading? Sometimes we can be passionate about something and we can get in a argument with someone on the internet about it, or we can post a bunch of stuff about it to our followers who believe the same thing we do. And it's sort of all in an echo chamber. And it's good to share information. I'm not saying that that's not true, but we need to be careful about how we do that or when is the best time to do that. So, While we're trying to be honest, kind, timely, and useful, we still may cause harm. We cannot control the impact of our words. Ruth King reminds us, know that words have limits and that whatever you are expecting from this conversation won't fully manifest. There's no perfect way to do this. But we set the intention to let go, to be kind, not to harm. We refrain from lying, harsh and divisive speech, idle chatter and gossip. We cultivate speech that's honest, kind, timely, and useful. Krista Tippett says, we need to allow ourselves to have inadequate conversations. 
And I would say that we also need to allow ourselves to be quiet, to not say anything, to say, I'll get back to you in 10 minutes or I'll get back to you tomorrow. Noticing when can let go of words a little bit, be kind to yourself, embrace the silence. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net, or on Instagram at towardlight108.